Lop, testing, lop, testing, are lop, the lips working? Lop, blah, 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 blah. No. Hey, speaking of working. Yes. You know about um, the famous philosopher Karl Marx, like everyone knows about Karl Marx. Well, yes. Yeah, of course. But, you know, not many people know about his sister, Anya, who is the inventor of the starting pistol. <laughs> okay. Not many know about that. Oh, oh, Anya Marx. Yeah. Ah. So not many. Oh, well, I think with that, we should probably get rolling on the podcast. What do you say? I say rolling, 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 puppin'. This is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin, an Injured Nerves audio production. Well, hello, 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 and moo bark fluff to all our listeners in the Podiverse. I am Barely Normal, your co-host, Bear, in a squeaky chair. I don't know if you can hear the squeaky chair. And with me is that maven of mayhem, that host with the most, the pup of the hour, the talk of the town, Tabin. Oh, my fluff. If I am the talk of the town, then we are in a very boring town, let me tell you. (laughs) It's a very small town. It's a very small town. The the population, me, I guess. Anyway, he has. Thank you for having me back. Barely. It has been a few weeks. Well, it's been a week. Yeah. Oh, a week. Just it's just right. a week. Counting. Yeah. So, That's right. I, my yeah, posies have trouble counting sometimes, right? Yeah. Well, right, you know, right. small towns, uh, I, I grew up in a, well, kind of grew up in a small town here in Sublimity. When we moved there, there was only 500 people in the town. Oh, wow. And and uh, we all had to take turns being the town drunk. Did, did you take like most of the turns or? Uh, no, I, you know, once a month, it was my turn to be the town. Drunk. Oh, really? I was, I was, it was my turn to be the town because I was only 14. So it was my turn to be the town delinquent. Oh, nice, nice. And I'm sure you did a great job with that. Every 20th day, it was my yeah. turn to be the town delinquent. Yeah. So, nice, nice. So welcome back. I hope that everything went well with where you were at. Yeah, I, I did it. And I know all you furs had an amazing time with Berlian Lemnius. Last week, and so sorry, I have to replace Lemnius. Write us in. I'm always asking first to write us in. Write us in and tell us how much you loved Lemnius taking over for the show, and how sad you are that I am back, Barf Bark, or how sad you are that that Lemnius had to take over for you. Well, yes, that is an oh. option two. Let <laughs> us know your thoughts. <laughs> option one or option two? It's like the eye doctor. One, one, two, two. exactly. One, there is no other two. until you yeah. pick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can I have three? No, okay. no, anyway. not yet. So, <laughs> so our weekly challenge. <clears throat> sorry, our weekly challenge this week for the furs is to put on your fur suit and go visit a retirement home. Oh, <gasps> that is so awesome! I love that idea. That would just be yeah. like so great and uplifting and sunny. Yeah, every fur, go do that, and then like. Make a video or pictures of something and send them in and, and show us. We'd, we'd love to Absolutely. see that. Absolutely. That would be yeah. great. That'd be great. Speaking of challenges, Barely. Yes. I have a second level pun challenge to you. Okay. I'm not very good at these. You know, my history is this. So uh, give it a shot. I'll, I'll try sh- and give it a shot. Okay. I have a good. I ha- so I tried to make this one a little bit easier for you, just because these things are hard. If some fur were to throw one at me, I probably couldn't get it. So well, for any not, fur that's yeah. out there that doesn't know, go. I, I talked about this. I came up with three or four episodes ago, the idea of a second level pun. And this is where you have a statement, which is the beginning of a pun. And then a second, like the answer to that, which is the answer to another pun and that other pun is what's in between. And that in between connects them via two puns. And I gave a few examples a few weeks, so I won't give another example now because here's one an example for Barely, see if he gets it. And I'll, I'll say the answer when we're done to see if he gets it. But so the statement goes like this. Time flies like an arrow. Why? Because he could only yellow. And as a statement, that's like, what? Tabin is on, what are you drinking, Tabin? But... That's the second level pun part. So barely for you, what do you think? Time flies like an arrow. Why? Because he could only yellow. Okay. So the original pun is time flies. It has, is it a, wait a minute. Is it a, is it a, 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 a fruit fly? There's a fruit well, fly involved. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the, the original pun, because we've said this a lot, of t- a couple of times on the podcast, time flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana. Yes. So you get exactly. the banana mm-hmm. and the banana is yellow. 
so the fruit fly is yellow. I don't. I the second <laughs> level I can't get. Can't get. I can't. But that, the, that's a so yellow awesome. fruit fly. Yeah. <laughs> you actually got 100% better than last time, so that's actually awesome. Cause, okay. Right, exactly. The explanation is time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana, like you said. Right. Then from there, fruit flies like a banana. The fruit fly wondered why the banana couldn't yell as high as him. It's because he could only yellow. And that's how it all oh, goes. Oh, yeah. because he could only yell low. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But, so that's how it goes. And there it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, but you got half of that. That's really great. I got half. And I got half. I, half is better than none. Half is much better than none. And yes. speaking of half for some reason. Yes. So in India, there's a place named Mumbai. And what do you right? think about that? I, I don't know what mum should buy. We've said this before on many occasions. What did mum buy? I don't know. She bought groceries. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so mum buy seems to be a little bit of a trigger word for you. So I was thinking how, seeing much. how much of a trigger could get this time. But it, did, it didn't trigger as much as last time, but it did trigger a little bit. So that's good. There's a good trigger okay. level there. <laughs> is that it? Is that the whole, is that the whole story? That's <laughs> all I wanted to do with that. Oh, you um, just wanted to see if I would trigger. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I mean, it's been a week. It's like I figured it might as well. Now, barely. Yes, yes. So I have to, okay, so disclaimer for this episode, like it's been like, oh, you know, I wasn't here last week, so I've been like saving up things. He's all pent up with his puns and jokes. Yes, that is so, barely just got it 110% on the nosy, (laughs) meaning that most of what I say you can assume is not true. The math will be true and the media will be true. But other than that... Other than that, your guess is as good as anyone else's. Any any fur else's. It's even more off the fluff than usual. So the next thing I... So that means I have another thing. The next thing I have for you is I have a joke for you. A joke? Okay. Yeah, believe it or not. And this joke is, it's an old joke, apparently, that I didn't know. So you might actually know this one. Hmm. So I'll just tell it, and maybe all of you furs out there haven't heard it. But I'll just, I'll just start telling you the joke. So, you know, it was a small plane. Sounds like the beginning of, like, what is it? Life and Times of Raven the um, Edward Scissorhands? Or no, it was a small plane. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like a... Horrible novel. Anyway, it starts out, it was a small plane. It only seated eight passengers. The engines began sputtering about an hour into the flight, and the pilot turned to his passengers and said, there are eight of you and only eight passenger parachutes on board. I have one for myself. You'll have to decide who gets the other seven. On the plane, there was a Boy Scout, an old doctor, two ladies, a married couple, a couple, a male Mailed? Um, where did they mail them? A married couple, their <laughs> child, and a man. Those are the seven other people on, on board, or the eight other okay. people on board. So the man, the man grabbed a rig from the overhead rack, stuck mm-hmm. his arms through the straps and said, I am the smartest man in the world. I just can't die. He opened the door and jumped. The others looked at each other, and the old doctor said, well, I'm 80 years old, and, and I've lived a, a full life. You can all have the rest of the parachutes. The Boy Scout said, no need. The smartest man in the world just jumped out with my backpack. <laughs> and that's how mm-hmm. that goes. <laughs> and that's how that goes. Yeah, yeah you never want to do things like that. No, you know, be no, sure no. that you know what it is before you strap it on your back. Unless you're the smartest man in the world, then it doesn't matter, apparently. It doesn't matter. He'll probably no. figure out a way to make it work as a parachute on the way down. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, and I have a small test for you, Barely. Oh, wow. You're just, I'm okay. Not, I'm just, you are really pent up. I mean, I've been, okay. I have been so pent up. And some of these things, it's like, I've got too many, so I've, I've delayed them to next week. But Mumbai. Mumbai. Yep. Probably. So the test for you is how substantial? Sub. That will work. I will accept that. Okay. I, <laughs> I will actually accept that. That is great. I mean, I had in mind circum, but I, that's fine. Ah. Uh, no. no. Yeah. I would see, I was afraid you were going to say substantial. And it's like, no, the answer is sub. You you remember. This is, a, this is or very circum. Yeah. Or circum. 
Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So as I <sighs> as I told Lem last week, you know what the roundest night at the table was? I do. I do because we've oh, you been do? over this before. But I want you to let all us listeners know. Oh, that would be circumference. Yes. Yes. Da 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 da. da. Anyway, those crickets, I can hear them in the background. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to go up to the past today, and I want to give a running total on oh. our two cities that are in competition for listening to our podcast oh, the most. San Jose and Ohio. No, Columbus, Ohio. San Jose and Columbus, Ohio. San Jose is in the lead again uh, by 15 th- listens. 15? I think Ohio was in the lead by, I think, three or something last time. They were. They were. And now they have fallen behind by 15. So come on, Columbus. You got you You're... you're Got to step up to the plate. Got to step up to the plate. Your friend first. No, they got to listen. I love this because this is like, I wonder if they're actually in competition with each other and they're actually, this would be so cool and fun (laughs) that we've like engaged the community like this and we're like doing a community thing. (gasps) See who? Quarantine. Hey, whatever. Who needs that? We can still have a good time. All you first, at least in San Jose and Columbus. (laughs) Absolutely. Correct. So last week with Ke- with Cam with Lamb, we Cam we was a, a dis- great guy, but he he had to go for a minute. He had to go, so we, we went with Lamb. So we had a discussion about the term Karen, and mm-hmm. uh, when you listen to the podcast, you will notice that uh, we had discussion about Karens, and you know the meme is, oh, they're being yep. a Karen, and everybody knows what that means. However, mm-hmm. nobody knows where the origin came from. I actually have been wondering about this. Were, were you able yeah. to find it? It's very it's it's couched in mystery. Ooh, we have a couched mystery, in couch. mystery. Yeah. So the term has come to mean, of course, any white female or any female who's acting like they're entitled. And mm-hmm. it's very it's very foggy. The interweb has several theories as to the proliferation and acceptance of the term. And it's going back as far as 2004 when Dane Cook did a routine on HBO. He had talked about, you know, in this in a group, there's always that one that one girl. Her name was usually Karen who oh, thinks she's okay. entitled to everything. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. some people think that it might be that. But the first time that it was mentioned in the Urban Dictionary was way up and not until 2018. Oh, Okay when it was tied to the Amy Cooper incident of the calling the police on the black man in central park. And she called the police on a black man. And she actually had a video of herself saying, I'm going to call the police and tell them that I'm being attacked by a black man. When in fact, all this guy did was ask her to put her dog on a leash. Cause it was in a leashed oh, area. I remember that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> totally yeah. remember. Right. So that's kind of where that, that got tied to that. And somebody mentioned that she was being a real Karen about it. So being a Karen is usually tied to lower stakes situations like getting the wrong meal at Applebee's or maybe yeah. not having enough lunch meat at the counter <laughs> or, you know, you spelt my name wrong on my Starbucks cup. But some get rather yeah. racist and violent. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when I see Karens being a Karen, I just kind of simply laugh and shake my head and walk away. And what's really odd is all the Karens that I know are super nice. They are not. Karens huh. in the, dis- in oh, the decision the actual, of their like, name. The people that have the name Karen. The name Karen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're very super nice. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, this is this is Karen, blah, 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 blah. And she's a great person. Great person. <laughs> but, Interesting. That's, Interesting. Uh, that's the past today for me. Do you have anything? Have you listened to any of our past podcasts that you want to comment on? Yes. And before I do, okay. pause yes. recording so I can refill my pod. We'll be right back after this short interlude.
And we're back from that short interlude. Thank you, Ray Banana and his bunch. <laughs> yes. Oh, he flew Music away like that fly. <laughs> Ray, Ray Banana and his bunch. Music with appeal. Oh, I see what you mm-hmm. did there. Mm-hmm. It's very true, too. It's, it, it's, it's the, you know, bananas are appealing. They are. They're very, <laughs> especially when you have to eat it. I mean, that's the only way to do it. Oh, just yeah. But anyway, it. my the past today, I have just a few things. So we've talked several times before. I think it started with Pepper Coyote mentioned the left shark thing. And then a few uh-huh. weeks later, I mentioned it and everything. I just have to give another shout out to left shark and right <laughs> palm tree. Right palm tree. Yes. Yes. It's just so good. It's so good. So all you first, if you haven't seen, uh, just do YouTube for Katy Perry Left Shark, and you'll get it. It's the, what was it, the, the Super Bowl halftime thing, I think? Super Bowl halftime show from, what, yeah. 2008? Long yeah. time ago, yeah. And Left Shark, is, yeah. Left Shark is so great, especially if you compare Left to Right Shark. And then make sure you watch it again and check out Right Palm Tree. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so good. Anyway, he's having so much fun. He's, he's doing it's, such a great it's job. It's having so much fun. It's yeah. It we we don't know if we it's a, they are having so much fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It, it's uh, yeah. Right. Palm tree is such a. He's just into it. They're there. Just <laughs> into it and doing it, and it's good. Anyway, go watch mm-hmm. um, season two, episode eleven from our show. Yes. Moritz on five minutes. Moritz came on on five minutes first. Yes. And he said he was going back home east. Uh, in the next week or something, and would report mm-hmm. back on the barking pineapples from back east. Now, That's did he ever right. do that? He has not. So, Moritz, okay. Moritz. Moritz, if you're listening, oh, and we know you're listening, mm-hmm. you need to call in and report back on the barking pineapples. From the east yes. coast, because they're different than the west coast, and we've got to know. We've got to know. Said, gotta know. He said you yeah. would. Um, okay, good. Caught up on that. Uh, going back a few episodes, season two, episode nine. Okay. That's when in the, I'm just all over the count. Well, it's I been know, a, yeah. a whole extra week, so I've got. I things. know, I know. You had time to listen and, and critique the things. I have. so on uh, season two, episode nine in the math. That's when I talked about the fractals, and I mean, just, yes. Uh, the only comment is, I thought that went well. I thought we had, we both had a really good time with the fractals, and and it went we well. Did. So um, every first, you want to hear more? How good? Say that again. It, it was fractaculous. It was so fractaculous. So any further, that uh, go back and listen to season two, episode nine, that math episode, and you know I help you draw a few fractals and talk about yes, you um, do. Talk about some properties of of them, and the joke section. And that you know, I mean, I I always love the joke section. I mean, which is the entire podcast, but pretty much the, the podcast. The, yes, the particular really bad joke section at the end. It was like really good too. So uh, <laughs> shout out to season two, episode nine. Also hey. on season two, episode nine. Yes. Um, this was the episode after you got back from Tennessee. Yes. And just before five minute furs, you yes. started telling a story about the iPad and Apple store. But then a fur came in. Well, it was, I don't know who it was, but a fur came in and interrupted and then we never finished it. So do you happen to remember your story about the iPad and Apple I don't no. even remember the there there was something that brought it up and I don't remember. I don't what even remember. I all I know is that my iPad is dying. And they can't replace it. So the 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 follow up is I went in to have them replace the iPad because it's like, hey, I paid for this. You you know you carry it on and you have your warranty and I paid for the extended blah blah blah. And so that was in June of this year. June. Oh, okay. And just <laughs> two weeks ago, the Apple Store called me and said, "So we can't replace your iPad because." It's too old. Now, it's the hmm. iPad Pro first generation. So it's the first generation iPad Pro. That's a while okay. ago. Yeah. Not the first generation iPad, but the first generation iPad Pro. Oh, so it's like, okay, okay. It's like f- 
five generations in, in of the yeah, iPad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well then replace the battery. Oh, we can't do that. What do you, what do you, what do you mean you can't do that? It's like, well, and we can give you an iPad Air for the price that we would have charged you for the iPad replacement that we're going to we're going to get for you. And I said, okay, well, what what do, what do I get from that? And I said, well, well, first of all, it's smaller. I said, I don't want smaller. The, I uh-huh. like the twelve inch iPad Pro. Uh-huh. That's why I have Good it. Good sign, yeah, yeah. Good size, like, I mean. Well, well, that one's you know the iPad Air. It's got a better screen and it's got better this and better that. And I was like. Yeah, but it's only a 10-inch screen. But it's only – I want the 12-inch. Yeah. Those inches make – I mean, even one inch makes a big difference. I know It this. does make a big difference. Yeah. 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 So And so I was like, okay, well – So then I found out that they're actually selling refurbished next-generation iPad. They're the iPad Pro first-generation. They're selling refurbished ones. Oh, jeez. Like, for like six hundred dollars, oh, and so I called my. the Apple Store and I said, "So, you can't replace mine, but you can sell them as refurbished for six hundred dollars." For six hundred dollars, and I said, "Why can't you just get me one of those?" Oh well, that's an entirely different system, sir. That's oh. not the repair system. That's the retail system. And I said, "Okay, so call them and say, give me one and transfer <laughs> it over on the books." You know, you know if. Tim Cook called you and said, hey, I need a new iPad Pro, that first generation. I'm sure you'd find one for him. But I guess I'm not Tim Cook. So Apparently not. Wow. So, so just uh, today in the mail, I ordered, or yesterday, or two days ago, I ordered uh, from a third party a new battery, instructions on how to take the iPad apart, Oh. And replace the battery and all the tools to do so. Is it one of those where the battery's like um like fused in and so you have to use a heat gun to like you have to use a the... heat gun to open yeah, up the thing. Yeah, yeah. Then you slide it open and then you gotta and then everything all the innards sit on top of the battery. So you have to take everything. off the screen, you have to oh. unscrew the screen, unscrew the motherboard, unscrew the speakers, and then then you can take the battery out. Then you can put the new battery in, and then you gotta put everything back in. And you have to put it in in the same order that you took it out, oh, or the computer course. will not recognize it. I believe so, that. The experiment, I don't know if I'll do it this week or if I'll do it next week, but I will report back on whether the new battery took, uh, whether I was able to repair it uh, without uh, yes. damaging my iPad Pro. Definitely. And, so all you furs, um, yeah. this next week I will be excited to hear and this would be good info for all you friends out there that might be having yeah. the same troubles if it's actually worth it because barely is going to go through the trouble of finding out if it's worth it <laughs> so one of the tools that you had to buy is called a spudger a spudger <laughs> a what spudger. is a spudger i must ask it's a plastic tool that has a really thin little like a little tiny thin spatula that you stick between the casing and the screen oh and you- okay Move it along, and Would it separates with, it yeah. from the from the heat heat from the tape. And then, of course, I had to order new tape. So when I put it back together, I had to put the tape back in there, seal it, and then with the heat gun. So we shall see how this we all works. Shall... Stay tuned. Ooh, same stay bat t- time, same bat channel. I'm excited to hear. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> My loss, yes. Well, if it doesn't work out, then I'll just go buy a new one. What the hell? Yeah. But you yeah. you have lost all that time. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. So uh, anyway. Anyway. So what else do you have? Uh, or is that it? That is it. That is my past today for this week. Okay. Although. I, I, although. Yeah. Well, yes. No, go ahead, because I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. Well, I, I see where you you made a note that you wanted to say a news item before we get to the news. Yes. So, what is that news item, Mr. Well, Taylor? Because well, it's not a furries in the news thing, but... Right. And, and I mean, I would, so I'll just say, remember how I said that everything I say pretty much is a lie. mostly is yeah. not like... So here is a quote-unquote news item. In fact, two news items... That's just crazy and exciting. It's in the news, and you can read <laughs> all about it. Yeah, extra, extra. Read all about it. Go to CNN, and you will hear about these stories. So uh-huh. the first story is that <laughs> now that I say all that, you're just going to realize that a family of hillbillies from way back in the hills. 
Way back in the hills. Total, total news story, right? I'm not leading up to a joke or anything. So I read this news article where a family of hillbillies way back in the hills, and it was so far back in the hills that their zip code was E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> but so they're way back there. And uh, so one day they visited the big city because they heard all about this big city and they wanted to know. It sounded awesome. They wanted to know what it's like. So they went to the big city and they marveled Uh at all the strange and humongous things they saw. It was amazing. They'd never even heard of these things. They never even imagined all that they saw. So they went into a very tall building to explore. And and in this building, they watched a little old lady hobble across the entryway and into a small room that had sliding doors. And the sliding doors closed. And a Hmm. couple minutes later, a very attractive young lady emerged. And at that moment, the hillbilly man turned to his sons and said, Go fetch your ma! True story. <laughs> true story. Yeah. Um, I have another true story. Okay, let's hear it. It, it. it it apparently happened to me. Apparently now I have a farm because this happened okay. on my farm. I'm in, the, I'm in the news first, with my farm. Ladies and furmen, uh, he is, he's, he's full of it tonight. Full of it tonight, I tell you. I tell you. So in the news, there apparently I got a farm, and there's a story about me how um, a DEA DEA officer stopped Mm -hmm. at uh, my farm yesterday, and he said, "I need to inspect your farm for illegal activity." Very, very stern, rough fellow. Stern, rough. Stern. I'm just, I'm just a pup, rough, rough. Why are you being all stern at me? Uh-huh. But um, so I said, okay, okay, but just don't go into that field over there. And the DA officer, he, he verbally exploded saying, Mr. Pup, I have the authority of the federal government with me. Reaching into his rear pants pocket, the arrogant officer removed his badge and shoved it in my face. See this badge? This badge means I am allowed to go wherever and whenever I wish on this land. No questions asked or answers given. Have I made myself clear? Do you understand? Ooh, this was a, this was a tough one. This was, was this is why it made the this is why it made the news because it was, it was so, very intense. Such yeah. an intense, not in apartments, but intense. Yes, it's a, a pup tense. It's a pup tense, in fact. So, of course, I, I nodded politely, apologized, and went about my chores. A short time later, I heard screams. I looked up and saw the DAA officer running for his life. He was being chased by my big old mean bull. With every step, the bull gained ground on the officer, and it seemed likely that he'd sure enough get gored before he reached safety. The officer was clearly terrified. I threw down my tools. I ran to the fence and yelled at the top of my lungs, Your badge! Show him your badge! <laughs> and uh-huh. That, uh-huh. that's my news story. <laughs> Did the news week, story, that's not a news story. Well, you know, actually, something else I read in the news today, which really isn't furries in the news, so I'll... I'll I'll bring it out to you because, you know, we're talking about these things. There was uh, researchers for the Massachusetts Turnpike Authority recently found over 200 dead crows near the greater Boston area. And there was some concern that they may have died from avian flu. So they called Mm. in a bird pathologist and they examined the remains of all the crows. And to everyone's relief, confirmed that the problem was definitely not avian flu. The cause of death appeared to be vehicular impacts. However, during the detailed analysis, it was noted that varying colors of paints appeared on the bird's beaks and claws. Paints? Paints, yeah. So by analyzing these paint residues, it was determined that 98% of the crows had been killed by impact with trucks, while only 2% were killed by impact with a car. Okay. So the Massachusetts Turnpike Authority then hired an ornithological behaviorist that's a guy that studies the behaviors of birds. Yes. To determine if there was a cause for the cat disproportionate percentage of truck kills versus car kills. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He very quickly concluded the cause. When crows eat roadkill, they always have a lookout crow in a nearby tree to warn them of impending danger. 
and they discovered that while all the lookout crows could easily shout caw, not a single one could shout truck. Truck. <laughs> see? 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 Exactly. They are so smart. They're well, so smart. Not, uh, I Except mean, for 2% of them. Smart to an extent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah exactly. exactly. So Moritz learned to oh. sell yell truck. All right. Because we don't so, want to lose you, Moritz. So um. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Oh, fluff. Oh, well, my now, cow. I have a floofsters, a flufsters, a bridge dictionary entry for today. You do? I do. It's called, it's floof spores. Floof spores. Floof spores. These are the little bits of fur you find all over your hotel room after a con. Uh, we've and experienced this, yeah. I know. I, I know yes. where this came from. I know where this came from. Right. They said FC twenty eighteen or something. We discovered this. Yes, I that's remember. right. All over the hotel room was floof spores, and if you let them proliferate, you will get little tiny versions of the fur that spawned them. So you know you want to sweep them up and make sure you flush them down the toilet so that you don't get like little tiny versions of Tabin or little tiny versions. Yeah, we don't of, want little. You know, we don't. You know, like much like Groot on uh, Defenders of the Galaxy, right? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, little tiny Groot. You know, you so. well, I mean, Groot's okay. The Tabin, though, we don't, we don't want that. We don't. No, little tiny Tabins one. running around. Boy, that would be, ooh, that'd be ooh, a heck of a con. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be a heck of a fluff right there. That's good, right. So flu spores. That's what those are. All that, right. That's a uh, at least a half a CEU. Right there. At half. At least half. At yeah. Least. yeah. Right. Nice. So listen nice. to two more episodes and you get the other. Well, that'd be half. That'd be one and a half. Why do I say two? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so at this point, uh, our mailbag, I want to welcome our new Patreon supporter. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. We have a new Patreon supporter, Kano A. Pander. So well, welcome. Hey. And thank you for listening to our podcast and supporting us through Patreon. Yes. Kano A. Pander. Thank you so much. That means like. Actually, so you have no idea how much that means to us. That means a lot to us, yes. That means yes. so much Helps to us. Uh, that keep the support. lights on for another week. Hooray! Yay, <laughs> lights. Lights are good because right. I can't see where I'm going. My little nosy hits the wall and stuff if I don't have lights yes. on. So that's very wonderful. Yeah, so thank cool. you so much. Shout out to Keno A. Pander. I hope to hug you tight with pauses someday. So thank you for that. Someday. Someday. All right. It's media time here on the BFFT podcast. All right. I'm going to start with you. I'll oh. let you start. Oh, oh three or four a loop there, didn't I? My loop is thrown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've been watching. Actually, let me start with. He's been saying, watching nothing, folks. <laughs> I've been watching nothing. And it's been amazing. Actually, so I, be, I read a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So I continued reading Kyle Gold's The Prisoner's Release. That's the second book in his Vol trilogy. Mm-hmm. And The Prisoner's Release actually consists of four stories kind of within one book. And so okay. I, I read the first of the four, which is the longer of the four. And it's really good, really good. I, I recommend. And what I've been watching for, for just like I have been for the last, like, what, few months, been watching old South Park episodes for lunchies. We finished. Did, have I, did I talk about the show Elite? I must have talked about Elite at some point because we just finished season three. Mm, I don't think you've ever mentioned Elite. Maybe not. Elite. Maybe you forgot. No. So, yeah. Elite, so let me just uh, shout out to the show Elite. It's a Netflix. I mean, it's really good. It's It starts out, it's kind of about uh, some, I don't know if the word is preppy, but like rich kids that go to their high school and everything. And, and they're ri- it's like a very upper class high school thing, seclusive, seclusive, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Exclusive. Exclusive. X, not uh, but X. Exclusive. Uh-huh. Um, yes. High school is kind of highbrow and everything, and there's drama with... And, you know, it's one of those things where the first half to maybe three quarters of the season are, okay, there's like rich drama and stuff, but it ends up actually getting really, really cool and, and intense and just beyond the drama. If you remember, I talked a few weeks ago about how we watched... What was that show... I, I don't remember, but oh. it's not important. Go along. And it, so there's this show I talked about before that was really, really great, <laughs> but I can't remember of the course. name. And it was about like, you know, the first, I, I said about how the first half of the first season was like, oh, okay, this is good, but nothing special. But then it gets like so good. It's the same type of thing with Elite. And nice. okay. something also notable about Elite is it's originally a Spanish thing. So it's filmed in Spain and it's with... So they're speaking Spanish, but you know, you've got I th- 
the default on the Netflix that we have were English, not even with subtitles. And so they've over, overdubbed it. And it's like, they do a really good job. Like you can tell they're not speaking the, the same language, but mm-hmm. like the English matches up with their lips so well that oh. it's like, this actually works out really. It's like really amazing how well that wow. actually well, matches up. So, and it's a really good show. Also been watching or finished the recent season or not the newest, but a season of Happy Endings. You might remember yes. me talking about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good. Really funny. I really, really recommend it. And just a notable line from a recent episode we watched. Um, so Max is the gay kind of frat boy. He's not a frat boy, but it's like the frat boy, gay frat boy-ish. I've talked about him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that kind of person. Yeah. And notable line from him, just because I thought it was an awesome line, is he was just in thought and he was thinking, if Mary Tyler Moore married and then divorced Stephen Tyler, then married and divorced Michael Moore, then got into a three-way lesbian marriage with Demi Moore and Mandy Moore, would she go by the name Mary Tyler Moore, Tyler Moore, Moore, Moore? <laughs> and so, notable line from that episode, which really Mary had Tyler to do Moore, with Tyler Moore, Moore, Moore. Yes, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's really okay. good. I thought that was good. Yeah. And we start. Oh, oh. So we started. Of course, you know Greg and Greg, Grace and Frankie. That show. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So good. I love that show. So good. For any, Very good show. For any further that's out there, Grace and Frankie, so great. Big four names. The big four main characters are Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Sam Watterson, and Martin Sheen in their yes. 70s. And it's so good. It's such a so good, good show. And the acting show. is so great, right? I mean, very good. I mean, well, they're all a a list actors. I, they they really, know, so. I mean, they, yeah, right. They, yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing. Uh, but the mm-hmm. plot and the storyline and the acting and everything is just so great. Anyway, season seven came out recently, uh, yes, beginning of this month, and that's the last season. And so we started watching it. So, have you started season seven? Have not, have not. Uh, we've been so busy. We have it's in our queue to watch. So okay, yeah. So so you're through season six. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I highly recommend. This was at least for me and my honey. So very useful to watch this, the last episode of season six again. Like, I was so glad we watched that last episode again. (laughs) Because I would have been so lost if I started season seven without watching it. Yeah. So any for out there, I really recommend watch. Um, It was really good. So, And we've watched the first two episodes. Now, right now... We, we get there and it's like, my honey's like, there's only four episodes in season seven. And I'm like, that's a short what? season. Yeah. I know. No. And, but I found out, I found out. And so we watched it and I didn't know until like the next day when I looked into it. This is just a teaser. The actual season seven is the normal 16 episodes. And they're, they've released four, the first four now and the last 12, they were released next year in 2022. So we've oh, just got those. four I know. Oh, that's so mean. It is that's mean. But so at least mean. at least we know <laughs> there's something else. Because I could just imagine the end of mm-hmm. season or episode four comes up and we're like, how is that an ending to I mean, I haven't seen it yet, because <laughs> I can just imagine yeah, yeah. how is that an right, ending yeah. to like Anything, he made an yeah. egg salad sandwich and that's it? Yes. <laughs> there's gotta well, be yeah. more. Gotta so be more. anyway, <laughs> at least we know there's more. <laughs> nice. So that, that was right. very good. Also, a movie we watched called yes. War with Grandpa. Have you heard of this? I haven't heard of this one. No. No, it's I hadn't either. Um, it's it was filmed in 2022, and mm-hmm. I didn't know until they came on, you know, we were watching, and I didn't know, you know how on the sleeves this was a Netflix Netflix disc, and you know how in the descriptions they usually say the name of the actor and everything. They didn't say the name of the actor, so I didn't know what it was. Just, so I was watching, and it's like, I know you, I know you. And so um, in this movie, there's actually Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken and Cheech Marin. Yes, that's the Cheech of Cheech and Chong really? from the 80s. Yes. Huh. Interesting combination. <laughs> so it is. Robert De Niro's the, the, the lead. He's actually the grandpa. Christopher Walken and Cheech Marin are kind of, you know, side side things but i mean it's good i re- i recommend it it was it's silly but it's also cute and funny it's worth a watch so it's about you know this kid he's 12 or something his grandpa aka robert de niro well it's not known as that name in the show but he has to for whatever reason move in with them and that puts the uh the kid in the attic because the grandpa gets his room 
and Kid is very unhappy and hence starts the war with Grandpa. Ah, and um, and yeah. hilarity ensues. You might remember that phrase. Yes. Yes. It, it's it's actually really good and, and um, cute and funny. And it, I think it's worth a watch. And the ending is, I don't know if there is, but there, the ending definitely lends itself to A War with Grandpa Part 2. Well, so we'll there you I go. I can read about it, but you always got to leave have. those things open. And they did. That will be yeah. interesting to see if they come out. Anyway, that's my watching for the past few weeks. Well, good for you. Before we go on to the next segment, I have, I have to thing. do my media, though. You have, ah, oh, I'm so used to doing my media last that I forgot. <laughs> yes, please. I want to know okay. what you've been up to the last few well, weeks. Well, I have been watching, I binge watched uh, Treadstone on Hulu. I had uh, not heard Treadstone. of this. What's this about? Uh, it's based on a shadow organization from the Jason Bourne novels and movies. I don't know if you've oh, ever watched or you read those. You might have talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, Jason Bourne the comes, came from a organization called Treadstone. It was a black okay. ops for the CIA. So they built an entire series around it. Now, there's only one series. There's only one season on Hulu. And oh. <laughs> each episode is a cliffhanger to the next episode. Oh, and of course. Even the last Just like 24 one, or Jason Bourne stuff. Right. Even the last one, they they said, hello, and then they went to black, and then the music started, and I was like, <laughs> okay, the next episode will go on, and it's like, that was the last episode, and there's no season two yet. I'm oh, like, ah! so that's an ah. Hell Ooh, yeah. I feel your pain it was there. A, oh, yeah. my cow. I mean, this show was so good that there was, there was when I say you binged watch it, I mean, I literally binged watch it in two it's like 18 episodes, and I binged watched it in two days. It's like I'm watching it. It's like I know it's 11 o'clock, and the next one's only 40 minutes. That puts me at 11.40. I can still get up in time for work. You got to do the math. You got to do the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So It's kind of like how so, you might remember I binge watched Beastars in like two days. <laughs> yeah, no, That's I haven't second. watched Beastars yet. I have to get to that. Yeah. Um, Make sure. So, and actually, I'm, I'm glad this came up because I remember when we were talking about this before and you had asked if if you could watch season two of Beastars without watching season one. And I said, no. And then you said, because of the nuances. And I agreed with that. And I realized, no, 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 no. That's not right. It's actually not nuances. It's like storyline. You got to watch season one. You got to know season one to know what's, what's going, going on. on. Oh, okay. Not just the nuances. You will miss oh, okay. so much. So yeah, All you right. got to watch season one. Yeah. And <laughs> then Archie. I'm Archer. You the are Archer. Season 12 came out of Archer. 12? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize they were. I thought they were on like four or five. Oh, no, no. This is season 12 came out. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's been on for a long time. And we watch, we're watching that. And finally, Hulu has a new series called Only Murders in the Building. Only and Murders in the Building? Only Murders in the Building. Yes. And Don't let the stars, puppy in. <laughs> no. It stars... Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Really? Yeah. So another like seventy-year-old reunion show, or kind something? of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we, we, we've got so, a, a storyline going right. on here. So they are three people who are obsessed with a true crime podcast. They live in New York City, and they have a murder in Is their New York apartment. Is this our podcast? It's pretty much, yeah. Okay. It's not our podcast they're obsessed with. No, it would have been oh, funny okay. if it was. It, was like, it would have been awesome. So they have a murder in their apartment complex in their apartment building, which is a very old apartment building in New York City. Mm -hmm. And because they are true crime podcast listeners, they think they can solve this murder because the police deemed it a suicide. So in true Martin Short, Steve Martin fashion, they decide to start their own podcast about their investigation. Oh, okay. So they're doing this podcast. And one of the lines was, well, we should branch out and we could do other podcasts about other murders. And Steve Barton says, no, no, no. Only murders in the building, which is where the name of the show came from. So <laughs> I see. Yeah. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I might have to check it's, that out. It's, it's a dramedy. It's called Ol Only Murders in the or Building. It's a dramedy. So it's kind of funny and it's kind of dark at times, you know. And in fact, one of uh, Steve Martin plays a character who used to play a detective on television. He's plays, you know, as an ex-actor. Oh, okay. and uh, so they they see like the Bojack horseman. Yeah, so they see the murder scene, and they like run out of the room. They're like, "Oh my god, I've seen so many fake ones. I've never seen a real one." <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Stephen and Martin short it's scene. Very Steve Martin, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, today, I read another chapter of Rukas's Heretic. So <gasps> nice. 
Nice. Nice. That's very yeah. exciting. Right. So I think I, I was just listening to one of our pup 10. Okay. I yeah. was remembering, um, I was listening to an episode the other day where you were talking about how you had like binge read like 10 chapters or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So nice. Yeah. I had a lot of time to read on vacation last week too. So I read a number of nice. chapters last week. So there you go. It's exciting. Woo. All right. Now you have something before we get to furries in the news. Yes. And this has to do with the fact that, you know, I, I, as we talked about, I, I've been pent up. I've got a lot of stuff. So I figured some of it would be best just exploded out in a five quick puns. So I think okay. I'll do that. I hadn't done a five quick puns in a while, and here's a good chance to do that. So I'll just okay. do that. All right. Are we ready? Ready. Well, Picard says, I just saw a wolf on the ship. Riker says, where? Picard says, no, the regular kind. Mr. Smith says, doctor, I am shrinking. What should I do? The doctor says, you're just going to have to be a little patient. The teacher says, give me a sentence which includes all of the words defense, defeat, and detail. Charlie says, when a horse jumps over defense, defeat goes first and then detail. Bury me with old records. It'll be my vinyl resting place. And finally... I was walking in the jungle and saw a lizard. On his hind legs, he was telling jokes. I turned to a local tribesman and said, This lizard is really funny. The tribesman replied, That's not a lizard. He's a stand-up chameleon. (laughs) And there it is, all you furs. There it is, all you furs. Absolutely. Which takes us up to that wonderful section that everyone missed last week. Because you weren't here, it is time for Furries in the News. 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 Furries in the news, 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 furries in the news. Now, did you recognize that? That was Furries in the News by Tabin. <laughs> no, that was the intro to Furries in the News Rhapsody. Oh, is this the real life furries in the news? So anyway, I tried. Ah. I tried. Well, and after all that, I have no news to talk about. Okay. (laughs) Well, the news is uh, this pup is such a bad singer that no fur could get the melody of Bohemian Rhapsody out of that. So, yeah. Well, you know, no news is good news. Or, uh, you know, if you have... If you go to the zoo and you see the news, they might have news. I don't even know what just happened. What did just happen? Do you know what a new is? It's like um, an antelope. It's like an antelope. It's spelled oh, G-N-U-S. Yeah. yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah. There's okay, news I in the news. There's news in the news today, ladies and gentlemen and furs. The news are making the news. No, I have no news about news. All right. But we do have upcoming events. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh phoebe bbb in her new canoe canal anyway um there what this... is what <laughs> what uh, i'm not i'm so not even gonna this, try so there was this gal named phoebe and her middle name was uh, the middle initial was b and her last name was bb so she was phoebe bbb phoebe bbb tyler Mo- yeah mary yeah. tyler moore tyler moore 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 Right. And so she wanted to go into the canoe rental business and she made a canal and it was a new canal and she had new canoes. So it was Phoebe BBB in her new canoe canal. I believe that. I totally believe that. There you go. This weekend. Are you first? You heard it here first. (laughs) And last because no one will listen to it again. Hopefully last. (laughs) Yeah. This weekend, as we release this episode, we have furry migration and Furvana taking place. So at this very same weekend in two different states, we have furry migration in Minnesota. I know. You don't want to have the same state because then it would be the furry migration Furvana. And Furvana is in Washington state. 
So and it, it's and Fervana is on the actual coast, so it, it's and also it's like it's ocean hard shores. to get yeah. there. Ocean shores, right? And it's hard to get there. It's like there's no planes that land close to it. No. So it's like yeah. I don't really know. This pup hasn't been, and it sounds like a lot of work for this pup to go. So I haven't been, and I don't know if I'll go in the near future. But it'll be interesting to hear yeah. how it goes. I've heard um, our very own Casty Civet has gone, but yes. I've heard that it is. Um, it's actually really good. So yes. maybe yes. maybe it's I'm fall- just a distance ish for not not. Well, if we could go if we wanted to drive it. So I mean, we've driven to cons before. We've driven to Reno. Yeah. We've driven to Spokane. We've driven to San I Jose. I don't know if I want sand in my fur, though. Sand in your fur. Sounds like the name of a book. Sand in my fur by Tate. Sand in my fur by Barely Normal. Okay, so now I you think... have to write a book, apparently. Uh, uh, how about a poem? Okay, we'll go with that. Start with a sand. poem. Start with a poem and branch it into a novel and a movie, you know. And then a so movie. You... Based Look on, how easy the, of a progression. You go poem, you go no, novel, you a movie. There, that's all there is to it. No problem. That's all there is to it. I'm going to make a note. I will try and make up a poem about sand in my fur. Mm. The, the thoughts are rolling already. The all thought right, plickens. So, uh, next weekend, September 17th through the 19th, is Furry Takeover at, at in, blah, 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 in Fontana Dam, North Carolina. <laughs> Fontana, damn North Carolina. But uh, Fur Takeover is a camping style convention located in the mountains, and it will rely on your transportation in order to get around to the resort for different events. There's no vehicles there, which means you have to have like bicycles or skateboards or things like that. So, or you could have a movie projector that you ride on. You to could. The, yeah, yeah. So there's uh, rivers and lakes and driving roads <laughs> and much more stuff to do. So, yeah, use your whatever. I don't know. So there use we go. Use your movie projector. Ziggy, I want to know what you think about what just happened. Yes, Ziggy, let us know. There you go. And uh, that's what's coming up for upcoming events. As we get closer and closer, we're getting closer and closer to BLFC in just uh, about a month. So watch for everything coming up. Yeah. When this yeah. release, it'll be about um, five weeks or so. Yeah. Yeah, so about a month. Do you have any upcoming events that you know of? The only one that I know of is the one where I am uh-huh. stupid. Yeah, no, you're not stupid. You're not Oh, stupid. so I guess I don't know about any upcoming events. Okay. Good for me. Yay. We're all, all right. Here. Good for you. But you know what? I think you should have some math for us. It's been a I while do. since you've since you've mathed us. So it please is. So please math us. We uh, I'm going to math you. And there's actually a little bit <laughs> so there's actually going to be a little bit of science involved too in this. Ooh, math and it's science. It's actually really interesting. And actually before I tell you about that, I want to do, since this is the math thing, so it's a little more of the educationally thing. Yes. I have a joke that should earn some CEUs. Oh, a joke that earns CEUs. Yeah. And, All and right. then I'll get into the math. But since we're in the like educationally thing, I thought I would wait till now to tell the CEU joke. Are you ready? Okay. Uh-huh. It it took me some time and looking up on the Googles to actually get it. But Okay. You might do yes. it. Yes. Yeah. A melapropism walks into a bar looking for all intensive purposes like a wolf in cheap clothing muttering epitaphs and casting dispersions on his magnificent other who takes him for granite. Mhm. Those are all malaprops. They yes. were. They were. Yes. Okay, you got it. I so did. any fur out I there that, that even knows? I had to look up the word malaprop, so that's why I uh-huh. didn't even know. What... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for any so, fur that got that, you you got your, uh, like, between that and the other half a CEU thing, you now got your three CEUs for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and if you're going to, you know, it's important, though, that if you're going to start a zoo, you need two pandas, a brown bear, and a grizzly. That's the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum. <laughs> anyway, what's your math? <laughs> so, right. So, right. Actually, speaking, of, uh, the science thing actually gets into zoo-esque. I, get, I don't, well, you'll see. Anyway. Zoology. Um, so, in geometry. Yes. So, a branch of mathematics, of course, there's this thing called sphere packing. And that's just, um, you've got a sphere or sphere, circle packing. Okay. Yeah, just get it. Pack done. that circle. Um, pack that. 
So this is about, if you think circles or spheres, whatever, the idea is that you want to pack as many spheres or circles in your space, minimizing the amount of wasted space. So for example, if you think circles, you could take a four by five, so 20 circles, put them in a four by five rectangular grid, just stacked up on each other. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're actually wasting a lot of space there in between the circles, right? You've got these kind of inward facing squares or diamonds, whatever you want to, however you want to describe them. Yes. Now, if you take, so that would be called a rectangular packing of the circles. Now, if you take the second row and just offside it by a little bit so that the top of a circle fits into in between two of the circles above it. So now you've minimized that space, right? Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. taken away that. And so you do that for the other two okay. lines of circles, and you've actually minimized the amount of wasted space but mm-hmm. with those 20 circles. Yes. Um, and so this is called the, the problem of sphere packing and spherical packing is doing this type of thing. And so mm-hmm. one might come along and think, is there some other crazy, weird way that you could put some spheres together that minimizes the space even more, like do a better job. It was actually not proved until the 1940s that that what I just said, which is actually called a hexagonal packing mm-hmm. of the circles, does the best job. Okay. And so then you can imagine you can do this with um, spheres, you know, a, mm-hmm. a box, a rectangular, three-dimensional rectangular grid of spheres. And indeed, yes. of course, the same thing. But of course, then the question comes up, well, what if I had like a triangle? How, what's the best way to sphere pack into a triangle? Take all these spheres of the same, mm-hmm. you know, radius and, and minimize mm-hmm. that. And so the idea of the problem of sphere packing is just take a generic overall shape take a bunch of spheres of the same size and what's the best way to pack them in there to minimize the amount of space wasted. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a really interesting geometrical problem that's been solved for uh, a lot of cases for two and three dimensions. You can then think, well, what about four dimensions? Well, you can't see this, but you can like just do geometry and just do like the math computations on it to try and see how that might work for dimensions, five dimensions, 10. And actually, this is, was an open problem for many dimensions until actually really recently. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think like dimension 1000, it might still be open. I, I forget. But this is like actually really an interesting thing for people interested in geometry. Huh. And there's applications to this too. I mean, you can imagine being efficient with packing things in like a Marvel company or something. You can imagine different applications. So there's mm-hmm. lots of applications. And it turns out, though, that it's not just an interesting math thing. This is mm-hmm. a thing in nature. So you okay. might remember several, uh, I forget how many episodes ago, that we talked about. We talked about bees and why uh, they have hexagonal, what are they called? Hives. Honeycombs. 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 We talked yes. about that. Honeycombs, bees. So I refer to go back and listen. It was very interesting talking about bees and why they have hexagonal honeycombs and how that's the best and amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it turns out that the emperor penguins, so a lot of this has occurred in nature. So this is actually really cool and interesting, something I found out recently. The Mm -hmm. emperor penguin is a breed of penguin that lives in Antarctica. And in Antarctica on the ices and polar where they live, the temperatures Mm -hmm. can get down to... Negative 76 degrees Fahrenheit. That's which cold. Which is really cold, right? Really cold, yes. Really cold. These emperor penguins, they live there, and they are four feet tall and weigh, on average, about 50 pounds. The females, you know, so they have eggs and stuff because, of course, they got to have babies and all that stuff. So they, of course, they have yes. their eggs. And then the females, they leave for a few months in winter. I don't know if they go off to have like a penguin tea party for a few months or something, but yeah. they leave. And so the males incubate the eggs okay and they do so and i've seen videos on it's really cute i've seen videos of this on um on youtube and stuff how they uh waddle around with little eggs on their feet they've got a little pouch and stuff it's really cute anyway yeah actually getting back to (laughs) there's a there's a connection here there's there's a connection is there There is actually a connection so okay uh, we've got all these male emperor penguins that need to take care of their eggs and keep them warm because it's really cold outside and an egg isn't going to hatch in negative 76 degree weather (laughs) no it's gonna freeze um, they of course have a habit or 
whatever they do, where they, you know, they get together and form a nice bunch together and make it all uh-huh. warm and everything. Okay. And then it, it, in the center, it actually gets up to 70 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So they do a really good job wow. of keeping things warm. Now, wow. if you think about it, if it's not done right, still all this, you know, there's winds and stuff. All this right. cold air can get down in between them. And it's yes. not going to, you know, matter if they're huddled right. together, if there's too much space. So guess what? These emperor penguins are smart enough that they do this fear pecking problem. In that, oh, okay. the way in which they huddle together is in not a rectangular, rectangular pattern, but the hexagonal pattern that I talked okay. about. So wow. they actually know huh. how to minimize the uh, area between them so that the wind that gets in between them is minimized and they can keep everything all nice and warm. Wow. Even more so, and this is beyond the math, this is just a sciencey thing I found out. They are so smart that, okay, so you've got this huddle, this hexagonal, whatever, rectangular, Mm -hmm. however you want to think about it, huddle of fluff penguins together. Well, on one side at a given time, at one side that that the wind is going to be blowing at them. So that side is going to be insanely cold. Those poor little penguin eggs don't have a chance. Well, guess how the penguins deal with that? One at a time, from the cold end, one at a time, one of the penguins will come along with their egg and waddle around to the other side, other side. and get in not just any formation, but make sure to get in the right row huh. so that wow. they keep the hexagonal pattern going. And they do huh. that one at a time. And so they constantly keep everything warm and, and wow. going on. And they just know to do this. So there's math, there's science. This is so amazing. I, I actually amazing. cannot believe... How awesome all this is. And that is my math for this week. Is there a video on YouTube about this at all? I bet there, there is. I, I haven't there's looked. There's got to be. There's, there's got, got to be. To be. Um, yeah. This was just an article I read about. That would be but so I cute will to actually, see. It would be so yeah. cute to see them like moving around. <laughs> um, I'll make a note. Now look for this. And then um, as last, uh, the past today for next week, I'll share the uh, YouTube video. Well, you know what? We've we've taken up quite a bit of time. I'm going to tell you one joke. Okay. And then we can go to the closing. How does that? Unless you want to tell a joke. You've told a lot of jokes, though, tonight. I think there's been a lot of puppiness here. I, I think we shouldn't allow yeah. me to do any more. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You know, do, do you happen to know what the difference between the bird flu and the swine flu is? Hmm. This sounds like a great scientific exploration. It is. It is. No. What is the difference between the swine flu and the bird flu? Well, with the bird flu, you need tweetment. And with the swine flu, you're going to need oinkment. (laughs) Oh, oh, but doom, boom, crickets. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. You know, Tabin, guess what? So we'll just end on that. We made it. We made it to the end. Hooray to the end once again. It's been so great having you back on the show. It's been so wonderful to our listeners. And thanks to uh, all of you for listening and being out there. You know, and, you know, you can't, of course, you can't be anyone else than who you are, right? Or can you? That is, that's actually true. (laughs) Can you be somebody else that you're not? I don't know that you can. Anyway, I hope all the future, I hope all the, wow, I can't speak tonight. I hope. I hope, I hope, I there's hope. many hope, 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 Bob hope, that there are all the creatures in the Potterverse enjoyed our time together. I know I enjoyed having them listen. So to all our friends, all our furs, all our creatures, I say moo bark fluff and stay furry. And yes, all you furs out there, moo bark fluff, thank you so much. If you listened this far, I hope you've had a good time. I know we have. It's been really great seeing Barely again and mm-hmm. barking at all you fur fluffs all again. It's been a good time. So I hope you also have enjoyed it. It's just been great. I hope you learned a lot. And if you have, that means you learned things that aren't true, except <laughs> for the math. <laughs> because, you know, like the hillbillies and stuff. Yeah, that's that yeah. Anyway. But yes, thank you so much for every for that listening. All you Pete, all you first that have supported us, um, our new supporter, uh, Kano A. Pander, thanks again. Shout out to you and any of you other first that support us, even just by listening. So until next week, I say Moo Bark Fluff, 
Sparky here next time. Have a good week. Stay the fluff. Barely Forecasting is an Injured Nerves studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyforecasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded, and directed by me, Barely Normal, a.k.a. Mike Began, and is edited by myself and our associate editors, Rain Raccoon and Bixby Wolf. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by our music associate, Reg Day, with Damien Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day, you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free Use Library. You can send us a message via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at BFFTChat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. The show is supported through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week. Mm-hmm.